Hello, trust lovers. Welcome to another podcast with Davy Joe and Lexi Miucci. Hello, hello. Do you want to introduce today's uh, topic? No, I was inspired by you, so I think you should start it off. Okay. Um, we might have to wrestle with this one to get a clean um, uh, title for it because it's kind of elaborate, but. It's, this is really about, uh, f- like, all of us, to some degree, have experienced, like, with the need to feel like we got things figured out, and we're, like, looking for, like, that thing where we, like, fall into place, and, like, um, we're, like, there's a certainty to, like, who we are and what we're doing. Like, for me, for example, like, I remember having a moment of, like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm an artist, okay? And that, I remember that, like, feeling really good. And I remember being like, wow, that's what I've been looking for all this time is like for me to settle into this, the, the identity of being an artist that, that like for me was the thing and then start doing art or whatever it is all over the place. Um, but just as a testimony, what I'm discovering in my own life is it's never fully satisfying. So that's really what we're going to open up today. Do you have anything you'd like to share? Yeah, just to elaborate on what you're speaking about so kind of that feeling of always trying to do something more find something more connect more with ourself or know ourself more it's that feeling of like trying to um, accomplish or gain anything more than where we are right now in a way it's like we're never fulfilled and never satisfied with where we're at because we're constantly in search for something it's like that feeling of not being complete for some reason And so that's what we're diving into today is kind of um, discovering what is that feeling? Why do we all experience that feeling? And what is the truth about it? How can we really feel fulfilled? What, like, what what is our true nature, pretty much? And and let's get, like, real and honest about that. Yeah. Sorry. Like, (laughs) choke. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I think so. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is like a big one because I know like we can find a lot of temporary um, relief or temporary satisfaction in in getting there because it's it's again I'm I'm speaking in testimony. This is what. I've experienced in my own life is you get into this space. Okay, I'm an artist. I'm just going to continue with that mm-hmm. metaphor for now because it's you know, that's just what's most alive for me. But getting to that space and getting to that place of being like having it figured out, well, uh, um, that feeling only goes away temporarily. That feeling of like not being fulfilled or not not being complete or not being whole goes away after a while it's only temporary and so that led me to like being like well I thought I had it you know and even if it lasts like 10 years it inevitably what I've discovered is not complete so what is the thing what is the thing that would complete or can make a human feel complete inside I think you all, you all know like what I'm getting at. <laughs> just be, just based on all what we always talk about. Yeah. But basically what I'm getting at is 
any personal identity that we identify with will never fulfill because it's not actually true. It's not actually who we are. And there's a beautiful balance with this. Um, because we talk a lot about this, the silent self or the true self or whatever, the soul even. Um, we can t use that language too. In being the true identity and what was so wonderful from from my own experience was yeah I had that moment where I figured out I'm an artist blah 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 that feels really good um, and also based on the karma of my life I just happened to like be good when I was young at art and took classes whatever 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 but then when returning home meaning returning to true self and discovering that and making that the main priority of my life and what I identify with then um, the artist ended up being able to express even more. Mm, so when you connected with God, pretty much, is when the artist within that you actually like thought that you were, you thought that this was what was going to fulfill your life, being an artist, and you were like, ah, this is what I found. As soon as you actually connected with God within yourself is when you were able to express that much more greatly as the artist. Yes. Because it's coming from a divine place rather than like an attached place. Exactly. Or even like, and I, I gotta do this thing. Yeah. Mood, you know. Yeah, definitely. And rather than like forcing art to come out, because like what you're saying, like I have to do this. This is what I'm gonna do as a living, and I have to make <laughs> art because I need to make money, and I need to be <laughs> successful, and I need to have a name for myself, and all these things that we need, we need, we need, we need. Even when we like identify as an artist now, and we think for a moment we're fulfilled, now there's all these things that we need, and all these things that we need to accomplish or do to be able to maintain that identity that we've finally like thought that we've kind of uh, found for ourselves. Um, when when we commune with God, when we're one with God, there's there's nothing more that um, that we need to do. And so from there, we can spontaneously create from like a divine heart-centered space. Um, and just so much more good can come from that because you're creating as a channel for the divine to work through you rather than just for the person to create. Right. And the key thing you mentioned also is like that mood of like getting. I got to get from this. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it was in The Course in Miracles that said, uh, God offers divine inspiration. And then the devil comes in and says, what can I do with this? Mm, or yeah. How can I use this for gain? You know, mm -hmm. And that's like all the difference. You know, it makes all the difference. And... You know, the key here, the key here is about fulfillment. So the key here, like, like, like Kiki's saying is, um, the only true fulfillment can be divine from a, from divine source. The only true way we're going to actually feel, ever feel fulfilled is God. Basically, that's like the underlying message of this theme. Now maybe we can break into... Okay, that's there. I, I agree with that. I feel that, right? Now, how do I live my life? Can you repeat that? And be a part of the world. 
how can you can you repeat what you just said yeah so okay, let's let's say we get to this place where like yes I, I totally believe that I totally feel that God or divinity or connection with that and that as an identification that's the way that I'm that that's the only way I'm gonna feel fulfilled I agree with that now what do I do how do I be a part of the world I mean am I gonna just like sit around I mean what do I do right right that's a big question that oftentimes comes up so we'll touch on that and then afterwards we'll also touch on on the other perspective of like how do I connect with God because those are the two questions that can kind of arise. Like, okay, I'm connected to God. Now, how do I take action in the world yeah. if I'm just just connected with God? Um, can I take action in the world? And then the other thing that comes up is, okay, well, I want to connect with God, but I don't know how to. So let's touch on the first one first. Okay. So first off, that's like a big misconception that oftentimes the mind tries to take control of. And tries to create doubts in the mind of like, well, if we're connected with God, how are we going to live in society? How are we going to function? How are we going to go to work? Like you can be connected to God in every single moment of every day, no matter what you're doing. You can be chopping meat at your at a meat factory and be connected to God. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. And um, and not saying that like anyone like you should just go and do that you should go chop meat or anything <laughs> but <laughs> but it's just an example you can you can be connected with god in every moment of every day and um and allow god to do the action allow god to do the work that you're doing and even if that's chopping meat like even if it's something like that you know you can you can be in that space yeah and Again, realizing that that's one of the because the the true self is beyond the mind, right? We talk about that all the time. So any obstruction to that, so this kind of links up with the other question: is how do we get to that connection? Um, but it fits in with both. So that's just what's coming up for me now. But um, so any like feeling of obstruction or any feeling of like. I'm not connected, right? Mm -hmm. Is an expression of the mind. Right. The mind is would be because if you were this yourself, if you were actually yourself, then that wouldn't even be said because you would know that. So it's an indication that there is an identification with the mind still. If you're saying, I can't connect with myself. Who can't connect with yourself? If you are yourself, you're already connected. So there's nothing to do, right? So that the feeling of separation between God or divinity or your true self can only be an expression of the mind itself. So that's the thing to like discard. In other words, don't believe in that thought. Because that very thought of like, I don't know how to stay connected or I don't know what to do or what do I, even, even the question of like, what do I do next? It's kind of a trick question of like, how do I operate in the world while being connected with God? Will I be motivated to do anything if I don't have like desire to do anything? If I don't have desire for personal gain, will I have them push to do anything in the world? Or will I just become lazy, you know, or whatever it is, or not take care of my family, um, or whatever it is. And that's another, it's another trick. It's because one of the key things, if you, if you picked it up when Kiki was speaking, is about spontaneity and spontaneous inspiration. You will be guided every step of the way, but you won't have it pre-thought up necessarily. 
Right. Right. So the inspiration comes spontaneously and or intuitively. It's kind of like an intuitive, spontaneous inspiration that will come through rather than like your mind thinking about something for hours on end trying to contemplate and and put the pieces together and create the most perfect specific thing and stressing out over what it's going to look like and how it's going to manifest no (laughs) divine inspiration is just that it's spontaneous and it feels it, it just is really but it usually will like feel good yeah it'll feel godly <laughs> the whole time yeah because it's if it's if it's coming from that sp- source and you're identified with that at the same time you know the na- very nature of the of divinity I mean when you hear that word divine right it's, it feels beautiful that's the nature of that is love is um, even like even things like passion in a way um, can be a part of that there'll be this like very certain drive with it that's another thing about like the to differentiate between um, uh, the, the mind and like the, t- the spirit is like the mind will like have that feeling of stress and like gotta 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 mm-hmm. but the spirit has this effortless like flow to it mm. so these are just ways of knowing when you're in the mind and when you're connected with God or your true essence which is the same thing right yeah and so just being able to discern when ideas are coming from the mind or when you're really rooted in source and knowing the difference um and yeah that was the and so why is this important because that feeling of fulfillment is really only really going to anchor as a part of our life that's sustainable um if, uh, if we do this, you know, we're never really going to, really going to feel fulfilled unless we start living. And it takes a lot of trust. Thank you. It takes a, it takes a lot of trust to like apply this to our life. And something to be said too, it's like, it's because the mind's going to come up with a million different ways to like discredit this. But just another thing I want to add is like, we plan shit all the time. We like create things all the time where we're in the mind and we're, you know, writing things down and organizing things and setting things up and booking things and stuff like that. It's, you'd never lose any of that stuff. So that's important to acknowledge also, but everything happens in their own time. You know, everything happens in their own time and everything, you know, so we don't have to like, and you have to like kind of just learn the language of life in a way so that you can flow along with it and then all your mo- and sometimes it's like it'll be scary and sometimes you won't feel like things are going to get done but you just keep going keep going and keep listening and keep following the guidance and there's there's a fulfillment there that will will carry you through the whole thing
Yeah, what's coming through for me right now, too, is that, like, beautiful balance of divine feminine and divine masculine that's within each of us, and they're both divine, and we can utilize these different parts of ourselves to get different things done or to inspire different things, you know, like, when I have to plan something and I have to, like, make a schedule, let's say, I... I when the divine masculine is ready, like I don't force the divine masculine. That would be using like the mind to try to force something. But when I'm feeling in my divine masculine and feeling like that kind of energy of creating a schedule or getting something done and it that's like kind of moving through me and I'm ready to do that, then that's perfect. And now it's a great opportunity to do those kind of to do that kind of work. Yeah. And as you start to align with the divine, um, you'll start to be able to kind of control that. Because another question that may come up is like, well, I have to work, uh, I have to work every day and I don't get to choose like when I'm in my divine masculine and when I'm in my divine feminine. Like I just have to be in my divine masculine, let's say 12 hours a day and it's just too much and whatever, whatever, you know? So that question may come up. Um, But I do find that when we begin to connect with the divine within ourselves um, more and more, the more and more our days will be filled with just immersed in that and opportunities will arise where we can release those jobs and step into just like complete sovereignty within whatever it is that we want to be doing truly um, and whatever is in alignment with our highest self which is God and um, and so just really trusting that as we continue to do this work uh, whatever is not serving us, whatever's not supporting God is going to begin to just kind of like melt away and be released. And whatever is in support of God, whatever's in alignment with our highest self will begin to enter our lives as we make space for that. So right on. So right on. And that's, that's another thing that takes trust. And, and I'd love to really just kind of move away from the idea if it, if it may be present for anyone. Um, cause it was for me for a while where like, like being on a spiritual path meant everything is like going to work out nice all the time. It's not true. You know, it's not true. Like, and especially with transitional moments of your life, when you start, if, if trusting the universe is like new, is like a new thing for you, you may get inspired to do things and be like, Oh my God, do I really have to do that? Is that really what I'm going to have to do? And that's, that's going to be something that might arise at throughout your life you know where like you're forced to be like oh my god I'm being so inspired to do this thing that I can't believe I'm being inspired to do that you know that's good if that's if that's the way it's shown up that means that you're really really clearing out that channel um, if it's something that your mind wouldn't come up with in other words totally yes and especially if it's something that might be scary like when I was doing the work beginning to do the work and like letting go of a lot I had to face so many fears and a lot of things that I was being called to do I was like fuck really like (laughs) that this like scares the shit out of me and like my purpose what I was being told like my purpose was was like my one of my biggest fears and so really being open to that like when spirit is is using you and you're you're getting the call um that it might be really fearful and that and that if it is, if you're met with fear, um, to do it, 
because that's like the biggest growth that will happen and the biggest transformation that will take place is when you really dive into those fears and listen to spirit even though the mind is trying to convince you that it's scary then you do it anyway you're just going to connect so deeply with god yeah yeah and that's it's just ironic too it's because in in doing things like that is when we really start to develop our true identity where whereas previously um where if we're not like this is kind of like going against the grain of the mind in a way right your mind has been our minds have been conditioned to certain things like the fears that we have like you know i might be afraid of the color red you know what i mean but that's like that's just individual for me and as we move into those things we move through those things and move past them um, and that's when we it's again it's ironic because what we used to identify with like all the concepts and constructs of of mind that were in place was previously what we identified with that's what we call a personal identity is like i'm davy joe and i'm afraid of the color red you know, and I go to sleep at 11 o'clock every night. You know, all these all these things that we like put a, put in place as a as an identity um, is really just a, it's nothing to identify with. It's it's beautiful that it's there, and it doesn't mean it has to change. It doesn't mean we have to like we have to deny any of that stuff. It just means we don't identify with it as who we are. The the more subtle of an aspect of self that we identify with, the closer we get to God. Mm, beautiful. So, uh, to circle back to the second question, uh-huh. which is how do we connect with God? Let's say if you're like, well, so again, let's get clear that like your true essence is God. So there's actually nothing that you have to do or change or be to connect with God. Mm-hmm. You are always God. God is always within you. However you want to word it, God yeah. is God is there all the time. Ever present. Yeah. Ever present within you. And there's nothing that you have to do or change. The mind just kind of like acts as like a shield that almost like blinds us of the tr- of our truth, of our true nature that is divine. It kind of like puts a mask on and acts as if we're not divinity. Um, and and then that mind is identifying with all of these things that are not divine, that are not God. And that's why there's this false separation that we are not one with God when in actuality we are. Um, so ways of kind of transcending the mind, I guess, and, and returning, but it's not really returning because we already are, uh, but returning to one with the divine. Um, yeah, so some ways to, to do that. Um, and I think it's different for everyone. If I'm like being honest, you know, we have our ways of going about it. You have your ways of going about it, which is, which is very like, um, uh, like self inquiry and discernment, which I've really come to like love and appreciate so much that practice. Um, but I think, you know, we all like connect with different things that invite us into the same understanding and the same knowing. So like, I think the way that we get to connect with God might begin in a different way. Um, but then once we connect with God, it's like all the same. Yeah, that's, that's a, such a good point. Um, because like even just look, if we just look at yoga, 
as an example, like oftentimes you'll see like, uh, or it's, it's possible that you might get on the path by, you know, maybe you have really bad lower back pain and you, your doctor says that yoga can help you. And so you start taking yoga classes because you want to be free from pain. And that ends up opening up a path for you to go down where you actually end up healing deep traumatic wounds from your ancestry. <laughs> you know, so it doesn't matter. There's a million different ways you can find your way into getting into this stuff. Um, Left coming up. And uh, different ways to experience that too, because even like with some of um, Lexi's movement classes and stuff like that, that I was blessed enough to be a part of, you know, it was for me, it was like a whole new way of connecting with um, the same or getting to the same place. It was a whole nother road for getting to the same place. And I experienced that with martial arts too. There's a degree where in certain moments of it, certain aspects of it, um, this is actually, I love this. This is a good example. I'm glad this is coming up because certain aspects of it allow the experience of like thoughtlessness and just being in the moment and being super, super, excuse me, present. <laughs> um, but then also what it offers is a place where the ego is really welcomed and encouraged to come out. There's aspects I know that's one of the reasons I, I keep showing up is because my ego gets put in check every time I go to train jujitsu. Am I doing a good job? Am I doing a bad job? Or I'm like, oh, I'm really tired today. Or that guy's doing so much better than me and I've been training longer than him. You know, and it every time I show up, I'm offered an opportunity to see how I interact or see how my mind is operating and which thoughts Left. I'm indulging in. Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Was I even in the turning lane? <laughs> no. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> so these different ways of pretty much coming into silence allows us to see where we're at, like you're saying, or allows us to like find a space where the mind can begin to become quiet and we can immerse with our true self. So, like, that's what movement is for me when I, when I dance and um, express ecstatically and connect with music. This is a way for me to unite with the divine and to worship the divine. But once you get a taste of that truth, there's like no turning back. Once you witness the truth of all that you are, um, there's like this knowing within you. And you'll know when you're connected to that and you'll know when you're in the mind. So just finding that truth for the first time is, is such a blessing because then there's no denying it after that. And. Um, Yeah, and so 
Where did we even begin with this talk? We uh, we began at. Um, hang on. Jeez, Louisiana. Oh, I need to focus. No, no, you know it's good, but <laughs> I don't mean to jeez you. I just mean like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now I can see what I'm doing. Oh, look. We got into it from um, trying to find that thing. I'm trying to thing that makes us feel whole and fix, feel complete and feel fulfilled. Mm. And we've been just we just kind of been circling around that in different ways. And ultimately, it's all the same message. You know, like everything that we we talk about is all the same message. And this is like kind of another just another way because we can get so tied up in trying to look focus on the thing that is going to fulfill us mm. but there it's no thing it's not a thing it's 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 god it's divinity it's something that's can't be explained it can't be expressed it's beyond the mind it's beyond thought and that's why it seems Left. like an endless um an endless search uh for us just and make a left because we skipped it right here mm -hmm. sure yep because we, we just missed the turn, so. We did? Yeah. It was right behind us. Oh. Don't podcast and drive, kids. It's actually, <laughs> this time it's really not working out that well. <laughs> and then it's right over there to the left. Well, it's because we're going oh. somewhere that we've never been before. I've been here before. Oh. Well, <laughs> if I knew if I knew it was the, it was this one, I would have it would have been so much easier. Yeah, it's Smith Haven. Yeah, right? I didn't know that. We're going to go buy a temple space <laughs> for a mushroom ceremony. And, Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Uh, pretty much, to sum this up, everything that we're searching for has been within us all along. Yeah. And there's nothing outside of ourselves that is actually going to fulfill us. No, that's the point. And so this searching and this looking for something to satisfy this emptiness that we're feeling it's it's never gonna work we're never gonna find that thing because we're searching in, in all the wrong places yeah and um, yeah. and yeah every everything that we're searching for is within us and, and once you taste that you'll know that this is the truth and that there's nothing greater than that and this is so important too, to know just to know this just to have this information like this is something we should teach children you know what I mean yeah. I mean, how much, uh, how much you grief, want to continue, I'll go in. grief can we, no, I'd like to come in. All right. Yeah. I think we're almost done. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bail on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you like to talk by yourself. Yeah, but I can you do know. that by myself. Oh, geeky. Yeah, I can talk by myself, talk by myself. Uh, yeah, let's just wrap up and okay. close that. We'll do a nice closing. Um, yeah, but I feel like this is like a... Uh, an important thing just to know right off the bat this way we're not going you know and looking for something that doesn't exist because that's ultimately what our lives are we're looking for something that doesn't actually exist that's not actually going to work hmm. you know? mm -hmm. so again the freedom of expression that we can find or the the true individual identity is in a universal identity hmm. And true fulfillment comes. I mean, it never really goes 
you know but it's always there and it's it's present when when we're one with God which again we always are and it's just coming back to that truth and that knowing That's it. It's simple. <laughs> it's simple. So anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us through all, all our shenanigans. Enjoy <laughs> <laughs> this space. Uh, happy to be here with you all. Thanks for listening. And um, leave comments, leave uh, inquiries, questions, anything you feel to interact with us. We'd be happy to communicate with you and you know if things aren't clear many blessings to you all and so much love